Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. Welcome in. This is Defeating the Curse DTC, available on all social media platforms. The podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Two-man show for right now. We'll see if we can get a third man in here to run a uh, three-man weave. We'll see. Stevie was traveling. Stevie was in Atlanta. Stevie was at the game on Sunday. We may have to punt until until we get his his reaction FP next week, potentially. But uh, we'll see. LP might make a sighting. We got John who wants to chime in as well. He's been watching this team a little bit maybe more nuanced on the defensive side. I'd love to get his input. Former linebacker himself. So that would be, uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll see where we end up here. But to start the show, FP, the commanders improved to three and three. It was maybe the saddest I felt after a win in a while. Like Thursday, the the previous Thursday was the one of the lowest I have felt after a loss. That was the Bears debacle. But Sunday, I, I got to be honest, I didn't feel great coming out of that. I mean, I, I I definitely will take the win, and I enjoy not losing and not having my day ruined. But l- let's be fair here: the Falcons beat. The Falcons, the the time management. I mean, it's it's the stuff that we would have said about the commanders or we have said about the commanders and about this coaching staff before. It just played out kind of in our favor this time around, right? I mean, it's almost comical to watch the the breakdown, the quarterback play, the you know, the overly animated sideline antics of Arthur Smith <laughs> with the top gun stash and all, but I don't know. Like, I, I didn't feel great coming out of that, right? I mean, in, in on any given Sunday, if you tell me, you know, Sam Howell's going to toss three interceptions and no picks, I'm going to say, give me that, and we're probably going to win. But yeah. it didn't look great, right? 150 yards and three touchdowns. That's one of the weirdest stat lines you will see. But across across the entire NFL, maybe we can talk about this later on, there wasn't any quarterbacks that, like, really just went super berserk with the exception of, you know, maybe Tua and a few others. Every It was a very pedestrian week in the NFL. Very, like, ho-hum. Half the league is basically the same. Either three and three, three and two, two and three. Everyone's kind of clustered in that same, basically, 500 range. It's, it's a very, you know, I, I don't remember seeing the NFL with this much parity in years past. Maybe it's something new. I don't know. But... I mean, what was your impression following that game? A win is a win, and you take it. Yeah, yes, but- I mean, a, a win is a win. The the defense was still terrible, right? Uh, the Falcons had like 450 yards of offense. Desmond Ritter had, yeah, 400. It, it was, a lot of it yards. was insane how much. It, it was Desmond Ritter's mistakes that caused us to win, not anything else, right? Yeah, we sort of bottled up Bijan Robinson. We went to like that heavy five-man D-line front, um, and, and we had our nose tackle in and everything was was going great. But overall, that defense and and, and props to, to the guys that finally got interceptions and ha-ha that it happened without Emmanuel Forbes being in, but that defense still has a long way to go. The offense, I thought, looked decent. I thought Biennemi called some, some interesting plays. Uh, 
B Rob had that, that one monster run for his touchdown. Finished it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the Logan Thomas show. Terry got a little involved. Well, Ter- it, it Terry was, was involved early on, right? And then they right. faded away from it. It's like you know, I, I appreciate the early game script was positive, right? Get spread the ball around, right? Jahan never got into the flow of the game at all. He had one missed. Yeah, I mean that that is yeah. like I I don't want to he's not, I don't I don't believe he's a bust. I think he's still that guy, and I still think he can be. I I believe he is still a contributing member of this offense, but they need to find some place for him as well. I appreciate that Curtis Samuel looks like the guy that they wanted from Carolina a couple years back, and he's doing things that he was he had done in in the you know in past years as well, or at least with his previous team. So right. there are some definitely some some bright spots on the offensive side of the ball defensively, I mean, the Falcons, uh, we were expecting them to come in with a, a run-heavy script, right? They're going to run Algier. They're going to run Bijan Robinson. They're going to just, you know, maybe even get Cordell Patterson back in the mix there, you know, uh, behind the quarterback and just run, run, run. They didn't do that, and I found that actually to be very odd. I feel like that's maybe a, put that in the Arthur Smith, you know, add it to the list of maybe coaching blunders or mistakes. That's what they should have done coming into this, right? I know the team gives up a lot of uh, of big plays down the field, but they can wear down that front four as other teams have. And it was, I mean, they played actually a pretty balanced. The, I, I really, I really like when we bring Ridgeway in as our nose tackle and it's, it makes it very hard for running backs to find their lanes because as, as much as I, I love knocking on chase young and LP hates <laughs> how much I knock on chase young, those four guys plus Ridgeway, they do well at stopping the run. Really, if you think about it, all the games that that probably the last three seasons, we are really good at keeping the above average to elite running backs locked down, right? That's not necessarily where we get sure. burned. It's the mobile yep. quarterbacks. It's all that stuff. But the running backs are never really the issue. So if you want to come at this defense and be like, we're going to ram it down their throat, it, it doesn't happen. Right. Those guys have that part locked down. It, and, and it was nice to see. And I like that we had kind of a different formation. And it pains me to say it, but Jamin and Cody had decent games. I think, according to Pro Football Focus, Cody had a great game, but it's still painful to look yeah. at. And, and yeah. he's, he's not going to be like. Um, and they had two tight end score touchdowns. So, right. He's how, not going to. Yeah. was it? I know, he's I know. not green on the Niners, but I mean, LP's a big like uh, by the numbers guy and the the hurries and the whatever. I mean, I don't know how the box score or the the uh, the Pro Football Focus tracks something like Jamin Davis lining up, basically in in a quarterback. I mean, he was covering Bijan straight up as a receiver. Right. I mean that that is not how you draw it up defensively. That's how it ended up, and it kind of they lucked into it. Um, we'll bring in LP is here. Let's bring him in from the green room and just kind of talk to him here because he. Listen, he watches he watches the same games we do. He tends to be a lot more positive than I think you and I. I, I don't know how how positive you can be. I mean, you beat a team you're supposed to beat, but in reality, the whole league is basically clustered around that same 500 ish mark. And and the teams that the I mean, they beat they beat the Broncos, who are arguably the worst team in the league. They beat the Falcons, who basically are. I mean, let, let's face it, they're the Commanders, just in a different division. Um, I don't know, LP. Like, how how positive are you feeling after this win? Because they, I mean, they didn't look great. I mean, Sam Howell, okay, but Desmond Ritter looked. I mean, he, he still had three hundred plus passing yards. Can't be super happy about that. And personally, I'm upset that Forbes didn't even see the field. I I, I think 
that's a shock to anybody's system. You go from starting for weeks to pulled to not even play a down. I, I don't like that either. I, I, we can, we can attack, uh, you know, we'll, we'll save it for the attack uh, Jack Del Rio segment here in a few minutes, but I didn't like that either. I, you want to be positive on this team. There's really nothing to, to give you, right? Like, well, we beat the Cardinals, the worst team in the league. From you. Okay. <laughs> we beat the Broncos, the second worst team in the league, and we beat the Falcons. Yeah, the, yeah Arthur I mean, Smith yeah. is the worst NFL head coach to He's ever got a cool exist. Mustache, though, I mean, and I, 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 he is ancient. He is. He's got to be from the 1900s. Um, He's not older football. than Ron. You know, He's not it doesn't matter. Ron. I mean. It was surprising like, that you know they only managed 26 rushing attempts. I expected them to run the ball 50 times. I just did. I, if you told me coming in that they were going to have Desmond Ritter throw the ball 47 times, I, I would have. I mean, I would have taken the under on that every single time. I don't know why he threw the ball so many times. Because he's not a good coach. That game plan was crap. Like any any decent coach would have came and beat Washington. Now you want to be positive. Ron's been here for five years. Three and three, his best start oh. after six games. Three and three is his best start after six games. This is know. typical Ron. Start out slow, be oh, horrible. Not slow. This is a come, bad start. Come we coming in, in the middle we of the season run to be what top top ten, top five. I, I believe their blended average right now is twenty eighth. That's the, I mean that that's not well, a the, the, the question to ask is all start. those all those other slow starts right three and three is the best start ron has ever had after six games but all those other slow starts were we more competitive were we getting blown out the way we got blown no, out no. by the bears <laughs> like we almost lost to the bears last year yeah but it was, like, it was like 12 to 9 it wasn't they didn't drop uh, you almost beat the giants last year the the no call like the, yeah i mean no but look at the early early season last year um i think the well, the, the lions blew us out yeah um that week ended. one the jacksonville uh it was an air game that was, for, that was uh, a Lions. win yeah yeah but either way i mean this is this is prototypical ron start out slow come in the middle of the season go on a little bit of run end the season around 500 I mean, we are geared up for a replay of every year that's that's ever happened. I mean, if you look at if you just look at the box score, right? I mean, I think it tells a different story to the game, right? The Falcons had 25 first downs to the Commanders 13. They only converted two of 10 third downs. That's I mean, that's like hot trash. Like you you can't win games like that. They really should have lost this game. The Falcons weren't much better 5 of 15. Then you look I mean, at fourth the, down. The I mean, commanders were inept in the second half. Yeah, they, the ball, they, ran, they, they ran a total of fifty uh, plays in the whole game. Like that's, yeah. I I, I don't know what you're. You have a point there when you said Forbes not playing a, a single snap. Like you literally went from covering the best corners, uh, the best the best receivers in the league to not playing at all. I mean, well, and, and, I mean, arguably like, the best. Let the guy the learn at least at least a little bit. How about put him on yeah, wide receiver three? If, if his like, why is he on one? Right. Is, Drake, is Drake London all of a sudden AJ Brown? Like, did I miss something here? Is he is he that much? He I mean, got is, burned by Drake London, but same same as Danny Johnson. It's not like, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, Danny, not, I mean, Danny literally. I mean, I, I don't know. Danny but was the, not, Danny literally was the position, point is, Quan you don't put position. Forbes on your best receiver. Like, put him on <clears> the third best receiver. Juice on your first best receiver. Fuller on your slot guy. He was he was drafted in the first round. Of course, I you're understand gonna, that, but he struggled. So, yeah. 
but I, I don't think you can go from from e- I mean even like have him play in some sets like you can't you can't have zero snaps. I mean that I agree. You, you can't just kill the confidence I, of a young man, right? Yes. And what's going to happen next time he gets on the field? He's going to be worried that he's going to get benched. No, no, no. See, this he's going to try to make is, a pick. You guys are going to make me defend Ron, and I hate defending Ron. <laughs> I, I want do him it. to go away. I hate Ron Rivera, but the one thing, the one thing Ron Rivera is good at is having that locker room, leadership of men, talking to the guys, letting them know. He like, didn't hey, talk to them all of half. He, at he, all of half, no, time he didn't talk to them. I don't know, I don't know if I'm hanging my hat on that. We're not talking about in-game. Not talking about in-game. We're not talking about in-game. No, no, no. Shut up. We're talking about in Ashburn. Okay, he's talking maybe, to those guys. Maybe, maybe he's telling Emmanuel. Look, I think the other guys on the team are going to come in. I, I think the Jonathan Allen's and even like Chase Young's. Like I think, I think the rest of the defensive leaders will get into, you know, Forbes's face and make sure he stays encouraged because they 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 understand like he has to play like he has to be better for them to be better, right? You you can't just have like every, it all has to work together. This is the part that that's really frustrating about the team, right? Like you can't. You can't expect the front four or five or whatever, however many people your JDR decides to, to rush. You can't expect them to get home if the secondary is leaky. You just can't, and not consistently anyway, right? So they they know that they have to hype him up a little bit. Before we pivot off of this, though, I just I just want to throw something else out there. Howell is on track now to be sacked a historic number of times. times. As I alluded to, right? He's they only Roughly ran a million. They only ran fifty total plays as an offense. He was sacked five times. 10% of their sets, 10% of their offensive plays resulted in sacks. That is atrocious. Like, I mean, I, I don't even and know how to... it's not like, all on the line. It, it's on him, too. A lot of it's on he, how. A lot of it is... I mean, frankly, he needs more than three rushing yards as well, right? Like, he he's shown that he can move. I, I don't know if he's hesitant. I don't know if he doesn't want to be labeled that kind of quarterback. I don't know. But he he's shown that he can step up and get, get yards with his feet. I think he needs to do that more frequently. Yeah, but it's not only the sacks. Look at um, his body of work. He is hit a lot of times as well. So sacked five times. He's probably hit 10 times. Yeah, I mean, he's getting And and the line was extra leaky, obviously, with Leno being uh, out. Yeah. I mean, the line actually, uh, Cornelius Lucas played fantastic. He was graded as a a perfect start by a PFF. He gave up almost nothing. No hurry. Tommy, we have a we have a controversy here. Look, they're going to bench. No, them. we're saying if if only one of them knew how to go to right tackle. I mean, listen, I still get upset looking at the graphic of what Ron inherited and what we have now. Yeah, right. Like I, you, I would kill to have Brandon Sheriff. Right, Morgan Moses. I'd kill to have him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's the it's the guy that we hated for Ty so and Secchi, right? Trent Williams, all of them. Uh, Ty and Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I pulled this up. I'm just gonna read this off. Right, Sam Howell right now currently more completions than Tua and Jared Goff. Right, he's at 145. That's like uh, it, this is all out of context, but just think about this for a second. He's got more passing yards than Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. Right, he's at around 1500. Got more passing TDs than Hertz and Stafford. He's got nine. Better passing uh, rating right now than Purdy, right at ninety point one. That's shocking too. That that's crazy actually, and he's doing it with being the most sacked player. Like, yeah, he's a fifth round pick. Yeah, he's still rough, but like th- these are these are encouraging things, right? I don't know why I don't feel better about them, right? I'm just gonna be honest. Like, I don't feel good. I, I'm I'm on pins and needles watching him kind of pretend to roam the pocket. Like, and he's got this weird knack where like. He eludes the initial rush, and then it's like he forgets that there's people still coming after him. I don't know, like some or of these like sacks a sideline, just, he can throw the ball away at. 
Yeah, like I, I just don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, they got to find a way to move the pocket a little bit, and and they they should they should soundly beat the Giants. Uh, I, I mean, they, they should have soundly nice beat the Falcons, and yet it was we were up twenty four ten, and at the end of the game, we're we're all about to have heart attacks. The point that we also have to remember is. Yeah, we can nitpick at Howell about taking the sacks and not stepping up into the pocket and not doing all the things he needs to do. But ultimately, this is his seventh game. Like, he just finished his seventh oh, you, game. You love reminding us that he's uh, he's basically a rookie. I mean, he is, right? I mean, look at, look at Justin Herbert last night against the Cowboys. He looked terrible. He looked absolutely terrible against that defense. Yeah. It's funny, and he's up because second I, highest paced quarterback in the league. Those are he was making teams. a lot of the same mistakes. I don't know what to make of those two teams. I feel like the Chargers are always either two and three or three to three and two to start the season. I feel like they're always coming from, like they're always playing from, you know, kind of like, like they they're a team that always starts slow as well. Like they are. I would honestly, I would, I would call them Commanders West. I, I shaky, shaky yeah. coaching, tough, talented division. roster, studs on your defense. But yet somehow they can't they they lose the games that they shouldn't and they win the games that they shouldn't. It, it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, and they 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 looked at times they look like they can beat. I mean, they can beat anyone, right? But more often than not, they lose to anyone. <laughs> like, right? Like, there's no game going in. I know we're we're in this uh, the survivor pool thing, right? I would never feel comfortable taking the Chargers. There's no not against anyone. There, I would. I'm more comfortable taking the Commanders in, against the Giants in a division. And I, 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 that's like, you know, we have this conversation every week, right? I, I don't take divisional teams in, um, you know, in these survivor pools because the the teams just know each other too well. Right. I would prefer Commanders over Giants, which I don't feel great about anyway. And it, even if DJ plays. I would still take them over Chargers versus anybody because they they just can't seem to I don't know like they just can't seem to put it all together FP and it, it like it's a team that I want to cheer for they got some cool uniforms they've got a, a quarterback that you can cheer for like they just yeah no no home team advantage because they're in a very transient city it's very yeah, similar to us yeah but uh, but the the point is if if you compare I don't it sounds crazy but if you look at how Howell has played the first 6 games and you look at how somebody like Herbert or even Burrow or any of or, or, or Lawrence or any of those guys, I mean, it, it kind of goes to the stat you're saying. Like the numbers are there for Howell. Yeah. But this is his seventh game, which is yeah, I mean, but, but it, it's it's, yeah, it's you, nice to hang your hat that you have the QB uh, riddle solved. Yes. You just have to get everything else worked out. Now, mind you, it's still the new offensive B enemy. It's still the coaching handicap of Ron Rivera. It's still Look, it's, not it's, having real running backs. I love B-Rob, Gibby. He scored on Sunday. Great. But you don't have a, a real run. You don't have a Pollard. You don't have an Austin Eckler. You don't have uh, Travis at ETN. You don't have. But I also wouldn't spend a draft pick to address it either. Right. 100% I, agree. I would spend yeah. all five picks I have in the early rounds. This <clears throat> upcoming, you know, this draft. O-line, 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 O-line. All of them O-line, right? You, your D-line is all locked up, right? You're going to have to deal with sweat this offseason. I think it's this off season, right? You, you, maybe you lose Chase. I think you'll be okay without him. You we could, you could probably tag Chase, and, and you and could, you could, right? I, I, it depends. Like if he's on, if he continues to play the way he is playing, I think you would have to tag him. Like he would be too good to just let walk. Yeah, out he's he's not playing terribly. 
He's getting his hurry. He's not a Crosby. He's not a Watt. Right. He, yeah. He's flashed at times. He's he looked, getting there. You know, he looked winded at times. I'll be honest. Yeah. On Sunday, like I, I yeah, he, like he almost reminds me of Kerrigan in the latter years, where like you could, when you bring him in, you know you're gonna like I, I want to play right. him when I know I'm gonna get a hundred percent of him, and I want to spell him as much as necessary so that the defense isn't at a disadvantage facing whatever offense we're yeah. playing against, right? Well, now that FA Obata is back and Casey Tuhill clearly is 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 better than so you're the stage here. Are you gonna go on your two hill? Are you gonna oh, man. You Casey, I mean Casey Tuhill looked fantastic. You the the level of lusting <clears throat> from you over two hill on Sunday was uh it was intense. I mean same amount of hurries as Chase, yet he can shed blockers Close the distance, make sacks. I didn't know he had tackles for loss. I gotta be honest. Yeah, watching him forever. I didn't know he had that speed. He's got a little uh, Max Crosby in him. Apparently, I'm just gonna relate a white guy to a white guy, but it's kind of there. Uh, I don't know if I'm taking that far. Hey, Max Crosby was doing all kinds of stuff on. But if if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Max Crosby was like a fifth round pick? He wasn't. He wasn't this highly lauded. Yes. Yes. Seeked after edge. So. Seeked after or sought after? Just, just or uh... I don't know. Sought after? <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I don't know. Seeked out. Ask Chat GPT like, to fix your. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But listen, I, he was impressive. He was impressive. Yeah. I, my concerns are um, Emmanuel Forbes. I'm, I'm really interested to see. Like, given that the Giants don't really have, I mean, Slayton maybe is their best receiver, or that other guy. I'm blanking on his name. But like, uh, if it's if it's Daniel Jones, I guess regardless of who the quarterback is, I expect to see Emmanuel Forbes on the field. I mean, I would, I actually hope it's Daniel Jones. I think Taylor, yeah, I think Tyrod, Tyrod, because he's mobile. both of them are annoyingly mobile, and Daniel Jones always beats us. I don't know, but his Daniel legs. Jones is like next level aggravation. Like he, yeah. he's somehow he's like his Madden rating goes up, you know, 0. 0.5 or or, yeah, or mean, five every time he faces faces us. So it's, it's uh, insane. Yeah, I would prefer it, them not at full strength. I mean, I think I think Darren Waller, Darren Waller wasn't supposed to play on uh, on Sunday night, and he turned. He, I mean, he played an okay game, I guess, down the stretch. Right. Guess, but he's not the guy that I was expecting him to be when they signed him this offseason. So he's not that scary. He's basically Logan. I mean, he's yeah. But when you play the Commanders' defense, your tight ends do great, leaky. right? Yeah, they're leaky. They, I mean, like I said, Jonu Smith had his first TD of the season. Against it's the, the two, commanders, right? I think yeah. it was it's his first one too. So like mm-hmm. their their two touchdowns were tight ends, specifically targeting yeah. the linebackers. So like this is going to be an area that they're going to have to help. I, I think they got positive contributions from from Danny from some of the other guys that basically were just called in and called up um, in that secondary. Um, it'll be interesting to see like what kind of package they can put together to just to give a little bit more support, right? I mean, it just seems like that secondary is still a little bit leaky, um, but. The Giants don't have any one of Drake London's caliber or AJ mm-hmm. Brown's caliber or DJ Moore's caliber, yeah. right? Like they don't I mean, have that. It, in in theory, it should work out in our favor because their weapon is Saquon, yeah. who's banged up. And if we go similar to what we did against the Falcons, right, uh, a five D line front throwing uh, Anderson. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think the the, the for, script looks yeah. positive right now. I, I think for the commanders, I haven't looked at the line. I think I think the early early line was Giants plus two, which you know whatever. It's basically a toss up. So we'll, we'll see how that shifts uh, this week. But I want to talk low five and uh, top five here, if you got a second, and then we'll. Uh, there's a couple of other topics I know we want to hit on, including the return of uh, Ovechkin to the ice 
I know you weren't thrilled, but they did they did pick up a win, so we should talk about it. They're one and one to start the season, but um, let let me give you my low five here, and this is uh, this isn't an order now. Now I think we're we're six weeks in. We've got a good body of work here. This is my low five in order. The Panthers are the worst team in the league. I think they gambled and lost on the quarterback. Um, I don't care how many touchdowns he throws to Adam Thielen when the game when the Dolphins aren't paying attention. He he just doesn't he doesn't look right, and I don't see how he can improve. Tua, you could argue, was on the same path when he first came into the league. Bryce Young just seems too small. That 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 team has got holes everywhere. Um, ironically, Ron picked it apart when he came here to DC, and it apparently took the the little talent they had and brought it with him. So, um, you know, and they and they basically set up the Bears, who are also in my bottom five. Uh, you know, their Bears are angling for two of the top five picks right now, and we'll see how quickly they can rebuild. So Panthers for me, bottom, bottom. Patriots, shockingly, next worst. And and it, this is almost a toss-up. It's crazy that Belichick is going to go out like this on the bottom. I don't think for all the goodwill Belichick has built up with Bob Kraft and their relationship, I don't think he can let this play out for another, maybe to the end of the season, but I don't think he can run. You know, it's, it's been, what, five years since, since Tom retired or, or left initially? The Patriots have basically amounted to nothing. They are, I mean, they went from elite, elite franchise to, I mean, they're all just Jags. I mean, there, there's not, there's yeah. no recognizable names on either side of the ball that you would hang your hat on and say, this is a stud we're building around. <clears throat> That's going, the team's going nowhere. Maybe Belichick's tired. Maybe he's lost his touch. Or maybe, frankly, you know, some of the narrative is true. Like he needs some of these studs to, to coach up. But they look bad on defense. They look absolutely, absolutely atrocious and lifeless on offense. So Patriots for me, Panthers, Patriots, bottom two. Broncos and Giants. I wrestled with this one. I'm gonna put the Broncos lower because they have more talent and they're playing. They're basically. I mean, they're the same record with more talent. Russell Wilson. Well, also, Sean Payton is about to blow that team up. He also talked a lot of trash and then got lit up and and they they seem to play two like that team looks two different ways every week. They look different in the first half than they do in the second half, and that that's that narrative has played out now consistently over six weeks. I don't know that where they go either, to be very honest. I mean, Judy doesn't look like the number one guy that they drafted. Cortland Sutton can still get it done, but he can't he can't be your number one. Um, they've got some talent there. McLaughlin, I think uh, one of the the, the rookie running yeah. back, like he looks interesting, right? He's got the speed in the first. Mims looks okay, but they gave up a ton for Russell Wilson. They still got another year on that terrible contract. For me, they're the third worst team. The Giants right behind them. The Giants, lots of expectations coming into the season. They're a mess. Yeah, team. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know they're a division rival. I, I enjoy watch like watching Dayball coach. Like he's got the passion that I wish Ron had at times, but he's also constantly throwing his players under the bus. The slapping of the the helmet, the the berating of uh, Tyrod as they're walking at the half because he completely mismanaged the clock. The slamming of the the tablet, like some of that's also for show. Like maybe yeah. it's a little bit too much, you know, but but they they're not very good. The Bears, they looked great against the commanders. They looked mm-hmm. great the week before, you know, as a primer, you know, but the record, like you are what your record says you are, right? They're just not that good. They also lost Justin Fields. Their backup, I mean, he looked bad to start. He kind of settled in a little bit. Um, but they don't have a ton of talent there either. And obviously they, they traded uh, uh, Claypool. I don't. I don't think saw the field for the Dolphins. But anyway, that's that's my worst five teams in the league: Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Bears. I was gonna throw Arizona in there, but frankly, they're they may be the best one in five team I've ever seen. Yeah, they, 100%. they play hard. 
they have talent. They're, I mean, the quarterback. You would, you could argue that if Dobbs was there for all of camp, they probably win a couple more of these games, and they're not sitting at one and five. But um, anyway, they're on the outside looking in. So, uh, Panthers, Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Bears. That's my. Buy. I, I'm I'm essentially aligned with you, except I'm dropping the Patriots to last. Okay. Uh, and I I just I, we need to find the episode number because I'm pretty sure I'm on record saying. Bill Belichick is a oh, broad really? coach, really? and he needed Tom Brady. And I settled that debate okay. years ago. I'm gonna find that episode. Okay, I'm on record saying Bill, to listen to. I'm 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 telling you, Bill Belichick needed Tom Brady. It has been proven time and time again. EGPT and this is the year. Archive all the episodes, like the top chats, oh, that would be great. Search for you know hot takes. That would be great. But I, I, it just. It, it's crazy, but if you relate Bill Belichick to Ron Rivera, there is a lot of similarities there, and that's not a good thing for Belichick. It's not a good thing for Ron either, right? Like a defensive-minded coach. Wow, there's also a who, lot of Super Bowl rings on one side of that. Well, yeah, but but think about it. A defensive-minded coach who who is is praised for his, his coaching MVP, coach of the year, whatever yeah, – yeah. It's on the, the back of a quarterback that took the league by storm. One just had a longer career than the other. But if you think of terrible at drafting, terrible sideline presence. Wow, Belichick was terrible at terrible, drafting. Terrible at drafting. Who did they have? He drafted yet guys like uh Gronk. Okay. I mean, and Aaron, and uh he drafted uh like OJ Mayo. He drafted uh I, I, but I mean Will Fort, like he, he's drafted some guys. I think some. all those. I think all traded. of those he players. Also, he also excelled at times, right? As a, you know, he traded for Randy. Traded for. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has a longer record. But if you think about like the last five years, right? The 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 non Tom Brady years, you give away Gilmore. You give away some some big players. You you have a great team. You make it worse. You're not using your draft picks well. Sure. It's just there's so obviously Belichick is better than Rivera, but there's a lot of similarities there. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I don't know where you were headed with it, but I'm I, just saying yeah. the, the Patriots. If 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 we didn't have Howell, and if we didn't have the studs that Rivera inherited in Terry and Allen and Payne and all those guys we would be the 33rd ranked team in the NFL. <laughs> like it's, yeah, well, I mean, the, the, we, the, as constructed, even without Howell, they still have more talent. The Patriots like legitimately, can you name one defensive player on the Patriots? No. Judon. Is, he's you, hurt. Name, you could probably name a couple offensive players, uh, Mac Jones, Zeke, uh, Ramondre, but like, can you name their second wide receiver, their starting tight end, anyone on their line? Like, just not like, a yeah it's not, it's not a well-constructed team but uh but uh, yeah i mean so any other changes on your end any teams that you have on the outside looking in i mean i think these are the five worst teams that you for could sure all- the the five worst yeah i don't think i would change any other order except dropping the patriots down i mean it it is it is a league where a lot of the teams this year seem to be more jumbled up in the bottom half than the top half i think the the top teams definitely are pulling away yes the five ones. yeah i mean and 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 my top my top five 49ers stay on top I, it was ugly that was a tough loss um I, I don't know if shanahan 
cares that he was going back to a place he coached. I don't know if he processes things like that, but um, they didn't look, I mean, it, it just looks like they, they saw Browns on the schedule and then kind of punted, you know, mentally right. anyway. Um, I, I still have them at number one. I've got the Dolphins moving up to two. The Dolphins can score so easily from anywhere at any time. It'll be interesting to see how they do as the weather gets colder if they have to travel north. But, I mean, I, I just – I don't even – they're so fast and so loaded on offense that I don't think it would it, – it'll matter. And, frankly, they've got, like, four running backs that can all run the ball. So if it comes to, like, a grinded-out game, I think they can do it. Um, I, I really like how they're constructed. And if they're playing with a lead, I like their defense. I mean, not just yeah. in fantasy, like in real life too. Eagles, complete stinker, um, in my in my opinion. Hurts looked very pedestrian, three picks. Eagles are your number three? Eagles are my number three. I was wrestling with Lions, moving the Lions up to three. Um, I like the Lions more uh, than the Bills and the Chiefs. I think they're more balanced. Um, the Bills, obviously can score a zillion points, but they also at times look super flat. Allen is erratic with his quarterback play from time to time. Diggs gets into his emotions and starts. I mean, they also just have the injury bug. They have the injury bug. They've got that. Yeah. There's a mental hurdle there that they have. I feel like every game or every couple of games or once a season, it seems like they have to like mentally, you know, just get past something's very serious happening on the field. They would be, they would be the chargers of the North but finding ways to win. Yeah. And they consistently do that as well. So like they still belong in the conversation. They can beat anyone, uh, but they also come out flat and they, they, they play from behind quite a bit. It was a weird game. Chiefs for me are just on the outside looking in. They're so Travis dependent, Kelsey dependent on offense. Like without him, I know, I know your guy rice is starting to, to peak a little bit here and he's starting yeah. to kind of catch uh, Mahomes' eye more frequently. They're okay running the ball with pitching. Like they, they've got some pieces defensively. They're kind of leaky as well. Like they, they need to have a lead for that defense to kind of uh, play up to where they should be. Might be in my opinion, but to me, they're they're not better than the Bills. They're certainly not better than the Lions. I think the Lions can win. Golf Golf deserves a ton of credit for what he's done over the first six weeks. Um, the Eagles, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can they they can excel defensively as well. That's why they belong there. And then Dolphins 49ers. So that that's kind of you know them on you know, maybe team six, seven, eight, Ravens. Ravens are pretty balanced. If they don't beat them. themselves, they're okay. Yes, yes. But I, I think the 49ers, Dolphins, Eagles, Lions, Bills in some order for the, the last three. That's the top five, in my opinion. I think I'm going Dolphins number one because they're I mean, they're just uh, they're a well-coached team, weapons across the board. If Tua can stay healthy. I don't think anybody takes out that okay. team. I mean, they are on – I think they're on pace to be the, the best scoring offense of all time or the most yards offense of all time, something crazy like that. But Dolphins for sure number one because even if they have a star player go down, they're they're stacked, right? Yeah. So I'll take that. I'll go Niners two, and that's only because, as we saw against the Browns, they're such a physical team that it's hard to get through an entire season that way. So if CMC goes down, if Debo stays hurt, if yeah. if anything happens, suddenly Brock Purdy looks very pedestrian when his all pros are no longer surrounding him. So they're a stacked team. They're fantastic defense, very well coached. But I think right now, if, if, if a freak injury hits, Miami survives more than the Niners. Uh, from there, I think I'm going Lions number three. 
I think top to bottom offense, defense, special yeah. teams, coaching. So good. They're so they're, they're good. Just, he just he just built that team correctly, and and Goff is doing more than game managing. He's not yes. insane yes. numbers, but more yes. than game managing, and that's all you need from him. And it's and it's honestly good for the Lions fans, good for that franchise. They they deserve to kind of be. Yeah, and getting and, the and, recognition now. I mean, and they were trading when they traded for golf. It was more of a salary dump for Stafford than it was we want right off. But he, he he's playing like a like an elite quarterback. Yeah, elite. I mean he's right he's earning his chops for sure. Yes. Um, and then for me the 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 toss up is is Eagles and Chiefs. I think it, it's That's insane, but super low. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at where they were Super Bowl year and looking to now, both teams. They've lost a lot of pieces. Uh, the I mean, it's just they're they are not the exact same team as we saw in the Super Bowl. I think the Eagles might have the advantage just because they have more weapons on offense that are a little bit scary, right? Swift is still good. Uh, AJ Brown, uh, Devonta, Dallas. A lot of pieces. All of the all of those pieces. If Jalen Hurts and and kind of Sirianni can kind of figure out how to iron out that 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 game plan i think they'll they'll trend upwards the chiefs like you said kelsey dependent mahomes is still great andy reed is still great but uh, uh, they're they're not as scary if as rice, if were. rice steps up and becomes that like 6 7 8 target per game receiver and he can consistently catch six of them five of them seven of them then I think th- I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be okay. But it just um, I just can never understand why they would let somebody like Tyreek go. I- I'll never understand it. Well, and and they failed. They tried and failed last year with bringing in Juju and mm-hmm. all these other random. Kadarius Tony this year. It's just and it's not working, right? It's not working. The guy they drafted is is Rice. I'm blanking on his first name. I keep on calling him Sydney Rice. It's not Sydney Rice, but um, yeah, like it, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. Reference. We'll see. We'll see how they play out. I mean, they're they're still. Elite right? Rashi Rice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, where do where do you got the commanders before we pivot off this one? I got them at 17. I think I think they're you know it, it's gonna be hard to get much higher than like 15, 14, just because the whole league is basically clustered yeah. around the same. They they have maybe more talent, they're underperforming, however. So I, I got them somewhere in the 17, 18 range. Where if, if if the defense can shore things up, if if they can start getting through games where they're giving up under 300 yards of offense under yeah under 30 points sure. under, under 300 and under 30 points is all we're looking for here okay. i would give them right now i i think i would agree 15 to 17 i think they're closer to that 12 and 15 if they're firing on all cylinders i don't yeah, think the giants a win over the giants shouldn't move them up too much unless right. we get some some upset if it's a dominant win if 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 we do to the giants what the bears did to us and I, great I'll, I'll take that bet that's not gonna I'll take that bet. You know, but, I mean, but looking, looking ahead for them though, they, they should beat the Giants. They'll likely lose to the to the Eagles, right? So we're back to basically four and four. They should absolutely beat the Patriots five and four. They'll hang with the Seahawks. I think they can beat the Seahawks, maybe six and four, or back to five hundred. Then the Giants again, plus plus one, maybe plus two. Then the Cowboys, probably a loss, so minus one or back to five hundred. Then the Dolphins, minus one. Then the Rams toss up could be minus two, could be 500. The Jets, the way the Jets are playing, we'll come back to them in a second. That could be minus three, minus two, minus one. <laughs> 49ers makes it minus four, minus three. 
minus two, <laughs> and then the Cowboys to finish. Like they're they're trending towards a losing record right now. Like that that's that's the I, least, that's my very realist view. They have some winnable games here, but there's only three or four of them right now. It's the Giants twice, the Patriots toss up with the Rams, toss up with the Jets. The others are going to be competitive or losses. I am actually terrified of the Patriots, and I think that's their get right game. I, I think Belichick. No, I just think. The genius that is Bill Belichick will will call the perfect game yeah. to destroy us on both sides of the ball, well, and, and it was just it's going to come down to being outcoached at so that if, point. If, if they come down to basically a five hundred record, I think close to five hundred could could potentially get you into the playoffs, especially with some of these tiebreakers. That loss against the Bears is going to be it's so gonna it's going to be so brutal, right? It's a yeah. it's an NFC it's an NFC team. It was uh, it's just that one's going to hurt. It's going to haunt them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's potentially the difference between a winning record and a you know a losing one. So yeah, um, and the the Jets. I just want to talk about the Jets here for a second because Aaron Rodgers is either an alien <laughs> or he didn't actually pop his Achilles. And I, uh, depending on my mood, I could I could vehemently argue either of those positions. I don't know how somebody who popped his Achilles and had surgery under forty days ago is standing without a boot, walking around without crutches. Tossing a football as if nothing happened. Yeah, like pivoting I, I, everything. And not as somebody and, and Stevie and I, as we've documented here, we've suffered this injury. I didn't FP, I didn't see my foot <laughs> for three months after surgery. This guy is doing five hours of rehab a day. He's upright. He he legitimately looks like he's on track to return. And I can't believe I'm saying this. The the Jets might still be in a competitive position. And if they are. They're they're still primed to make a late run and win the whole thing. They are so impressive defensively. Yeah. If they can just figure out a couple of things on offense, which Aaron would fix, man, they're gonna they're gonna be good. It it I, I mean the whole the whole NFL scripted thing is real. <laughs> you and I were talking about it. Aaron goes down. Conspiracy theory. Aaron goes down. The oh, yeah. NFL oh, says Tay Tay shows yeah. up. Tay Tay, come come come, take some heat <laughs> off of us. We need some entertainment. Tay Tay and Kelsey do their thing. All the pictures that you see, those people don't like each other. Don't want to touch each other. It's hilarious to look at. But Aaron Rodgers, truly, if he does come back, you have to think it wasn't like. I don't it's know if it was ins- a real injury. He, will he be just the said- first player ever to like- return from an Achilles tear in 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 the same season. It's never like this will it's it's Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, like it, I'm not talking like I'm not comparing myself to an, to other athletes, okay? I'm comparing athletes to athletes. Those guys were younger when it happened to them than Aaron Rodgers is. And they took full a full 7 8 9 it, months to recover. This it- guy is walking around 30 days later. Did he truly find the one surgeon with the one technique that so listen, completely I, advanced this injury it's and now moving forward? He was a candidate for something called the bridge te- technique. If you have a strong stomach, right? If you're of a strong constitution, Google it and watch the repair. It's very different than your traditional Achilles repair where they stitch the tendon together. Then you have to, over time, you have to let it fuse together and then you have to restretch it so that it works properly. And then you rehab your calf ultimately to gain full mobility back and can resume right. your life because they did this bridge thing. His calf muscle isn't going to, it's not going to atrophy. He's not going to lose a ton of calf muscle from not using it for two or three weeks. 
you lose a ton of calf muscle when you don't use it for two or three months, right? So it's possible. I, I'm not going to name drop here, but I had a friend who has a friend who works with a lot of NFL players out in LA um, who does PT. Like his job is PT. He does PT for the stars, PT for all the athletes, everything else. The, the message I asked him, I asked my friend to send to that person was, is Rogers an alien? Is this a conspiracy? Like, is there some big conspiracy happening here? Or is it actually possible to be up moving around under 40 days post-op? The response back was, it's possible. Keep in mind, I've worked with Aaron. He's super lazy. <laughs> so if that doesn't if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about athletes and how they're just different, there you go. Apparently, it's not that insane. Is he super lazy? Is he just Apparently doesn't want to get up from the couch and do rooms? But I mean... <laughs> This person worked with him when he was doing his like con air phase out in California with the wife beater and the, you know, the long hair and the darkness retreat. And uh, he made some house calls. I don't know if it's good. It's it's, It's a fantastic movie. But anyway, so (laughs) according to a professional, it's possible, right? The risk of re rupture is very high, but they don't need him to run, they need him to stand and deliver like deliver spirals, basically, you know, different like pepper that offense with, with passing. So would you do it in the snow? I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, but the, the thing is the, the jets being three and three, that was almost best case scenario. If Aaron didn't go down just based yes. off their schedule. Yes. yes. If they, if, if, yeah, I mean, they just have to, they're in it, a great spot. Yeah, right? it's it's just insane. And, right? and for all just, the people that are like, "Oh, he's out there because he's pushing his own brand," I don't buy that for a second. I think no. he's out. I think he's actually trying to encourage the team because this is his legacy too. Yeah, like he's, he's the guy that switched teams. He's the guy that made who talked all the big stuff. He's the guy on McAfee every week. Like he, he more than any other quarterback in recent memory, is a, like he's like Cam Newton level obsessed with himself. Could you imagine Wild Card Weekend? The Roger Jets, Burns. the Jets, the Jets just just sneak in, and Rodgers is ready to go. Just the uh, the world explodes as far as if you sports can media. if you can coach Zach Wilson to just not be terrible, which right. he, he's shown flashes that where he can be not terrible. I mean, yeah, I can envision a system because they're well coached and disciplined. Where rotate them through, like yeah. I know it's crazy to say because it's not something you see, but why can't you play both? Why can't yeah. you have Aaron go in there to start the game, see how he feels, have, and have Zach, you know, spell him every, like go series for series. Get yeah. all you need is a lead, and then let the defense do what it does, right? So, I think I mean that, on the table, Brees Hall is 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 fantastic, right? You just need to get to those cold months, go run heavy. It's sure. not unheard of that Aaron can't come in. And sure. they remain and run heavy. And prior to uh, to to Jonathan Taylor signing, I mean, the, he was linked to the Jets, like right. loosely linked to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one guy they definitely don't need, I think, is Kirk. Like, I think I don't think no, they need to make that move. I, I think we were big on that before. But um, FP, there's a couple more things I wanted to talk about. Bryce Harper yesterday. I don't know how closely you're watching the the MLB I'm playoffs. I, I'm I've been I've been into it. I got I got to admit, like it's it's. Yesterday was like uh, Monday night was split screen NFL baseball. And I found myself doing what I did la- the week before. I wanted to listen to the audio, the baseball audio. It's just a better, it's a better product to me right now. I don't know why it's so appealing to me, but it, it just is like playoff baseball for sure. Yes. And 
watching Bryce Homer on his birthday, like I'm, I'm tired of like the Philly number one shtick that he's doing. And I love Philly and blah, blah, blah. Put that aside for a second. I'm torn about how I feel about Bryce. I want him to get the ring. I see. I, I don't know if I can get myself there, right? I know I, Stevie can't it, get there. It, it's, it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. But he, Trey, it's his time. Trey, I'm like, Trey was traded away. Like Trey, they, the team said, go to the Dodgers. Right. Right. Him and Max. Bryce picked the Phillies. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I don't know like how I'm supposed to process that. It's hard to see him on the screen and take my eyes off. Like he is, he is a star through and through. Obviously, if he was still with the Nationals, I would, this is not, I mean, we would be cheering for him a hundred percent, right? The last memory, real memory of him as a national was winning the the Derby in 18, which was here mm-hmm. in Nats Park. And then obviously the following season, we got, uh, we got the World Series, right? He, he left and then the World Series thing happened, right? So you, you could, if he stays with the Nats, this team probably wins one more, right? Unless you, for some reason, think he's the reason they wouldn't have won it, which I, I wouldn't buy into. I think a lineup with him and Trey and and uh, and Soto, like it would have just been wild to see that right. team stick together. That being said, I, I don't want to do a revisionist history thing. I'm just curious when you see him. Like, can can you cheer for him? Do you cheer for him when you see him? Like, are I, you pulling for the Phillies right now? It it's hard to it's harder for me to pull for a Philadelphia team than it is to pull for Bryce. I think he did a lot for this team when he came in. And, and and like when, when we got him and it was he still means a lot to the DC area, right? And he he helped more, I would say more than Zimmerman, more than Max. I think he helped put the nationals yeah, he made baseball a, a staple here. here, right? And and I, I appreciate him for that. And it's it's kind of it's kind of like seeing if you saw Kirk win a ring, you wouldn't be upset. You'd be like, you earned it. Like, I wish you were still here. Good job. Like, you're not going to get upset at seeing him do that. And, and I mean, I yeah. mean, Bryce Bryce was just everything. He he was exactly what you needed him to be, and he, he was gone too yeah. soon. But he, it's his time. I mean, he's 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 playing lights out. It's his time. He 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 deserves it. He, I just he, wish it wasn't on a Philadelphia team. I wish he was getting yeah. his ring anywhere else. I mean, he had, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he had a four-year offer from the Dodgers. He had an offer from the Giants, and he picked the Phillies. And maybe he didn't want to go to California. Maybe it was a tax thing. You know, maybe he just liked the East Coast after moving out yeah. this way. You know, you know, uh, like I, I couldn't take my eyes off the, off the TV. It was just, it was a better product start to finish than what was a competitive, it was a competitive Monday Night Football game. Like, it wasn't like it was a dud of a game. Right. It was slow scoring. It was slow moving at times, but. Like I didn't want to listen to the audio. I barely wanted to watch it. I was, I mean, I was all in on the baseball. Troy and Buck are terrible to listen to. They, you know, it's funny. Bring, they, I feel like they aged like 10 years when they switched platforms. Maybe it was something about the national audience, like on a Sunday. I, I don't know. Like something is just off with that broadcast. Or they're just they're just day drinking to get through the pre-production meetings. And I mean, they don't like talking as VP after the game. You know, the, the, the Manning brothers butcher a lot of the, the eyeballs right on the yeah. simulcast. So it, it, the whole, that- they're, they're just dry, right? They're, they're just dry. Yeah, but yeah. common, there's no a team commentary for the NFL. Anytime slot. All of them suck. Yeah. That's, that's, you're right. That's a CBS, a Fox, a prime man and ESPN. They're all right? terrible. And NFL network, right? They're yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Last topic, and then we'll get out of here. How you feel about uh, 
Ovechkin and the Capitals getting that win yesterday. Is, how long of a season is this going to be? Like, do they have 70 points in them? <clears throat> they are still old. They're got, they've gotten a little bit faster. I feel like I'm not going to like your breakdown. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's too early to tell just because of the new coaching and kind of the new pieces and a lot of similarities from last season, but it's Ovi still Ovi. I think it's just, this might be the year we see him take a, 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 a clip longer to, to really heat up. And I think, this might be the season we see the slowdown, which pains me to say. Um, yeah, I, I like that Koozie's still here. I like that we're healthier. I like the Oshie yeah. and Wilson healthy. I think that's important yeah. Too. I, I I like Coach Carbs too. He's got a cool nickname. He's got so, he's got a nice attitude about him. I yeah, seen him on on local radio here a couple a couple weeks in a row now. He seems like he's got a, just a different philosophy, right? The team tends to move move a little bit smoother. Maybe the line shift. Yeah. You know, I think in years past it was attack, attack, attack. He's got more of a, you know, if if it's not there, maybe maybe slow down just a bit, switch the lines, like more more of like a ticky tacky in soccer, right? Just kind of hold the puck, see what you can develop, as opposed to just go 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 or the straight out like defensive model. So we'll see. I I, I hope that they find a groove. I hope they can make it an interesting season because he, it, it, you know, much like Belichick, I don't want the end of Ovechkin's career to be. Like I, I don't want right. it to go off, right? I, like that. That just I think it hurts. It hurts the fans. It hurts him. And yeah, you know, it's. I, I mean, it, it comes down to the same thing. It always comes down to for the Caps, and it's really weak goaltending is essentially the problem, and that's been the problem since the Cup run with with Holby. Like it's you. You had your draft picks. You had your free agents. They all just kind of make do, but none of them are really exactly what you need for for this team right now and maybe it could be addressed i still i still trust in and brian McAllen and, and just him being a, a great gm and, and addressing the needs yeah I, I think it'll be fine i think it's well, season's two games old so like, yeah it'll be a slow start i think but hopefully you get into at least the second round of playoffs which we haven't done in a while it actually broke our home sellout streak because it's been a while mm. i think Monday was the first game we haven't sold out in like 598 games. It's some kind of crazy record, but well, yeah, I mean that that's not good. I mean, Caps games are so fun, regardless of what's on the ice. Just seeing Ovi and those guys and the warm-ups, cap games are phenomenal. I, I mean, listen, there's there I think the caps are gonna be an interesting they they can be competitive. I don't think anyone legitimately thinks they're gonna challenge for the cup. I I think it's more of can how close can Ovi get to the record? How soon, like, you know, how does the team look? I think people are, I think fans of the team want to see improvement over last year. Um, it's a new coach. I mean, it's a new system. like these things can, matter. You can almost relate it to the conversation we were having about baseball is regular season record means squat. Just get healthy and find a way into the playoffs. Get or stay healthy. And then yeah. you just get yourself into, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. The Wizards, I don't think will be. I'm I'm curious to see what the Wizards look like when they actually get on the court because like on paper they should not be like a 20 win team but every every model every talking head has them literally at like 25 or less wins that's really really bad and I just I can't imagine they're going to be that bad I can't um, 
I'm, I'm I hope I hope not. I hope not. Because then it's really all for nothing. But who who point. carries that team into the Poole can play and he's coming from from a team with a winning pedigree. Uh I, I think some of that hopefully comes with him. Kuzma can still play. I mean he can he can play. And Kulabali has looked uh interesting, borderline promising in, in the preseason. So it'll we'll yeah, see. I mean We'll see. We'll see. We're entering the best season here. The this the back half of October into November. Yeah, one of the best all the sports are on. Yes. FP, thanks for making time. We went a little bit long, but I appreciate you hanging out. LP, thank you for making time as well. The show is called Defeating the Curse, available on all social media platforms. Anywhere you get your podcast, just type in DTC or Defeating the Curse. The show will pop up. Like, share, subscribe. Send us your comments if you'd like as well. We're trying to stay consistent with weekly. We may get one or two pop-ups this week. I know Stevie wants to share his uh, his game day experience from Atlanta. We want to get John in here also to talk a little bit more, do a deeper dive into the commanders. So thank you for hanging out with me and FP. We appreciate it. Until next week, we are out.